let us give thanks and pray. We thank Thee, dear Heavenly Father, this afternoon, hour of grace. This Good Friday, or as it's known in some lands as Long Friday, and even yet in some other lands as the Long Hour, the long hour of, of Lent, that, O oh, Father, that Thou would be with us today as Thou hast been even to the day. As Thou hast said even through Thy prophet Samuel, that hitherto the Lord hath helped us. Father, Thy Son has told us that without Him we are unable to do anything, neither for the things of this life and certainly not for our salvation. Therefore, O Father, we would that the wounds of thy Son, Jesus, would once again be made precious unto us, that once more they would be able to flow into our hearts. And, Father, gathered here are many hearts, and we know not the hearts of them as men, but thou knowest all. Should there be some unbeliever here, O dear Heavenly Father, speak to that heart. And though discouraged as they might be when they look upon themselves, point them onto the wounds of thy Son where there is salvation and pure atonement. Should there be some awakened heart here today, dear Heavenly Father, continue to point to them that there is a way out from their straits, that the oppression that they feel upon them can be relieved and has been relieved 2,000 years ago by the work of thy Son, and to the saints, to those, the believers, we thank thee, O Heavenly Father, that thou hast yet provided a way that the word, thy word, can be spoken unto those hearts also. O thou Lamb for sinners slain, for thine agony and pain, thousand, thousand thanks to thee, now and through eternity. O Father, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.
Jesus Christ, the love of the Father, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. This is a very special day, a day in which our thoughts center upon that work which our Lord Jesus Christ came into the world to do. And by this statement, I do not intend to convey the understanding that it is only once a year that we remember our Lord's Passion. But in the understanding and wisdom that God gave to our early church fathers, they saw it well to divide up the church year. According to the three main festivals, Advent and Christmas, and then the Lenten season, and finally Pentecost. And we are the heirs of that wisdom. And so as we go through each year of our lives here, we retrace those steps which our Lord Jesus Christ 
took here in this world. Me sitten me emme Jeesuksen perästä niitä askeleita jälkeen, mitä hän on täällä kävellyt, hän oli täällä maailmassa. In order that he might finish the work that he came to do. Että hän voi lopettaa sen työn, mikä hän on tullut tähän, tänne maailmaan tekemään. And from my earliest childhood memories. Ja kaikesta varhemmasta muistosta minun lapsuudesta. This day that we call Good Friday. Tämä päivä, mitä kutsutaan englannin kielellä hyvää perjantai tai suomen kielellä pitkä perjantai. Was one that was always set aside in our home. Se oli semmoinen päivä, että pantiin erikoisesti sitten meidän kodissa. As a time to remember. Silloin kun me muistimme. As a time to reflect and to contemplate. Ja silloin kun me pannimme meidän ajatuksemme ajattelemaan ja miettimään. Upon that loving ministry that Jesus performed se for us. Se rakkauden työ, mitä Jeesus on meidän edestä tehnyt. And I am not able to begin to describe. Ja en minä voisi alkaakaan esittää teille. With this mortal tongue. Tällä kielellä, mitä minulla on. That which our Lord Jesus Christ endured. Mitä meidän Jeesus Kristus on kärsinyt. But it is only our good and our gracious God who is able to reveal it to us and to bring it so close to our individual hearts that we are able to understand to believe and to know that it was for me that he did this And so this afternoon, may you pray to God for the enlightenment of his Holy Spirit, that he would give us the unction with which we would be able to declare these truths in the manner which is in the manner which is pleasing to him and I'm going to read from the epistle text designated for this day and it is found recorded in the epistle that Paul wrote to the Philippians Kirjoitettu Filippiläisille Paavali. And it is in chapter 2. Ja se on toinen luku. And I am going to read from the 5th verse through the 13th verse. Alkain viiden jakeesta läpi kolmetoista. And I read in the Lord's name. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon himself the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men, and being found in fashion fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore, God also hath highly exalted him, and given him a name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, 
of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Amen. May loye my Herran nimen. Kullakin olkoon se ajatus, joka Kristuksella Jeesuksella oli, joka vaikka hän oli Jumalan muodossa, ei lukenut saaleksi Jumalan kaltainen olla, vaan alensi itsensä, otti orjan muodon päällensä ja tuli muiden ihmisten vertaiseksi. Ja löydettiin menoissa niin kuin ihminen nöyritti itsensä ja oli kuolemaan saakka kuljainen ja ristiin kuolemaan asti. Sen tähten on Jumala hänen myös korottanut ja antanut hänelle nimen, joka kaikkia nimiä suurin on. Että Jeesuksen nimen pitää kaikki polvet heitänsä komartamaan, jotka taivaassa ja maan päällä ja maan alla ovat. Ja kaikki kielet pitää tunnustamaan, että Jeesus Kristus on Herra, Isä Jumalan kunniaksi. Sen tähten minun rakkani, niin kuin te aina olette kuuliaiset olleet, ei ainoastansa minun läsnä ollessani, mutta nyt paljon enemmän minun poissa ollessani. Laittakaa pelvolla ja vapistuksella, että te autuaksi tulisitte, sillä Jumala vaikuttaa teissä sekä tahton että toimituksen hyvän suosionsa jälkeen. Amen. The Philippian Christians had a special place in the heart of Apostle Paul. Se oli erikoinen paikka Paavolin sydämessä, kun nämä filippiläiset kristityt. We all remember that the apostle was the servant that God sent to Philippi. Me muistamme, että Paavali oli se sitten palvelija, kuka Jumala lähetti sitten näitä filippiläisiä palvelemaan. And we remember the record that we find in the book of Acts. Ja me muistamme, kuinka se on kirjoitettu apostolin teokoraamatussa. Tells us that this apostle and another had made plans for a missionary journey. Se kertoo, että tämä apostoli ja toinen, että niillä oli lähetysmatka sitten niitä mielessään. But before they were able to implement those plans, mutta ennen kuin ne sai tämän sitten toimeen, God intervened in them. Jumala tuli ja ja vastas, ei, pani sen vastaan. And a man of Macedonia appeared to Paul in a dream. Ja toinen mies sitä Macedoniasta tuli Paavolille unen kautta. And this man said to him, ja tämä mies sanoo hänelle, Come over to Macedonia and help us. Ja tulkaa Macedoniaan ja auttamaan meitä. And Paul understood that this was a message from the Lord. Ja Paavali ymmärsi, että tämä sano oli tullut Herralta. And the plans that he had previously made were changed. Ja ne aikamukset, mitä hänellä ennen oli, ne vaihtuu. And in the accompany 
company of Silas. Ja sitten Silasin kanssa. They traveled to Macedonia. He teki matkaa Makedoniaan. And in one of our previous services here. Ja me olemme täällä ennen näissä seuroissa. Brother Rolf spoke of what took place when they first arrived in that area. Veli Rolf puhui meille ja sarnas meille, mitä siellä tapahtui, kun ne ensin sinne saapui. How when they found out that prayer was being made by a certain body of water. That Paul and Silas went there. And they shared the gospel with those women. And that Lydia, a seller of purple, opened her heart to the Lord. And perhaps I should be more biblical when I speak of that experience. And say that the Lord opened her heart. Because, because we know that it is only the Lord who is able to open our hearts to the gospel. Otherwise what we hear may often go in through one ear and out the other and not reach down into the heart. But when God is present and inspires the servant who preaches the word and who also opens the ears of the hearers so that then they are able to embrace the gospel. There is a fulfillment of what we read in the book of Acts. That it is God who adds unto the church daily those that should be saved. And, and certainly Lydia is an example of this. And then she said to Paul and Silas, that if you have judged me to be faithful then come and abide at my house and so the home of Lydia became the center of the Christian work there but we find as it is evidenced in scripture and also even in the work in our day that where there are those who will receive the gospel there are also those who will not receive the gospel and who will oppose the work and who will also persecute the workers and that is what took place also in Philippi for we remember that Paul and Silas found themselves in prison and their bodies had been beaten and they were fastened in stocks so that they were not able to move about and then we remember 
remember what took place. And if I remember correctly, it says that at the hour of midnight, the apostles began to sing praises unto God. They were found worthy to suffer for the cause of the gospel. And the God who heard their praises responded with an earthquake and the very foundations of the prison were shaken. And the bonds of the prisoners were loosened. And they could have fled. But they did not. And, and when their jailer came, and having gotten a lantern to bring with him, and seeing what had taken place, he was about to end his own life when Paul cried out and told him do yourself no harm for we are all here and the jailer came and fell down at their feet and he asked the most important question that any mortal can ask and I believe that everyone who is here in this church this afternoon even to the youngest of the children who are here Perhaps not the babes in the in the arms of your mother. But, but those who have heard these wonderful Bible messages. I believe, I believe that they could tell us what that question was. And we know that it was this. What must I do to be saved? That was the question that the jailer asked. And I am sure in your lives and in mine when we hear that question asked and when we labor in the word and in the doctrine and we find that there are those who have that question upon their hearts. We find that it is as a sweet song when we hear people ask what must I do to be saved? And I think that there is only one sound that is sweeter than that. And it is this. When we have declared the gospel to that person and when we have assured them that their sins are forgiven 
annettu. In the holy name of Jesus. Jeesuksen pyhässä nimessä. And in his precious atoning blood. Ja hänen kallissa vuotenettavedessä. And then they respond by saying. Ja ne vastaa ja sanoo. I believe. Minä uskon. For that is the most important thing. Kun tämä on kaikkien tärkeämpi. That we believe the gospel. Että me uskomme evankeliumia. As it is declared unto us. Niin kuin se on saarnattu meille. And that is the reason for our preaching also this afternoon. Because we believe that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And we notice how Paul in the beginning of this epistle in chapter 1 and in verse 3 he says I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. Always in every prayer of mine for you all making request with joy. Aina kaikessa minun rukoukseni teidän edestäni ja rukoilen ilolla. For your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now. Että te olette evankeliumista osalliseksi tulleet ensimmäisestä päivästä niin tähän asti. And then he goes on and expresses this thought in verse 6. Ja hän jatkuu sitten kuudessa jakeessa tällä tavalla. Being confident of this very thing. Sen totisesti tieten, that he which hath begun a good work in you, se, joka on hyvän työn alkanut, will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. On sen Jeesuksen Kristuksen päivän asti. He päättävän. knew that it was God who had begun this work in them. Hän tiesi, että se oli Jumala, kuka oli alkanut tämän työn niissä. By having sent them through this miraculous vision, että hän oli tämän näön kautta lähettänyt niille. And even though Paul was absent from them. He believed that the same God who had called them he was also able to, to perform that work until the day of Jesus Christ. And is it not a great blessing for us that it is, that it is not necessary for us to bear responsibilities upon our shoulders that God has not given us to bear. But that we can believe in the faithfulness of God and know that he is both the author and the finisher of our faith. And so today as we continue in the teachings that we have read from the writings of the apostles. We see that the Spirit of God began to enlighten him and to encourage them in that faith to which God, which God had given them. And we hear these words in the fifth verse of chapter 2. Let this mind be in you 
which was also in Christ Jesus. And the scripture teaches us in other writings that we have been given the mind of Christ. And so the question would come what is the mind of Christ? And we certainly know from our experience that it is not this natural mind it is not this carnal mind that we possess because it many times is at enmity with God even as the scripture says that the carnal mind is enmity against God and it is not subject to the law of God neither, neither indeed can be and so it is not with the mind that we believe unto righteousness not with this carnal mind that we possess and not with our intellectual faculties that we believe unto God in God but with that new man that inner being that has been created within us even as the same apostle writes elsewhere when he says now if any man be in Christ he, he is a new creation all things have passed away behold all things have become new and all things are of God who has reconciled us unto himself reconcile and has given us the ministry of reconciliation and this mind of Christ is that which I believe the Lord himself referred to as Matthew has recorded his words when Jesus said come unto me all ye who labor and are heavy laden and learn of me and and then he said, For I am meek and lowly of heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. The scriptures here are speaking to us of how the Lord came here into this world. He came here in our likeness. 
kuvauksessa. As we read in verse 6. Niin kuudessa jaesta sanoo. Who being in the form of God. Joka vaikka hän oli Jumalan muodossa. Thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Ei lukenut saaliksi Jumalan kaltainen olla. But made himself of no reputation. Vaan alensi itsensä. Took upon himself the form of a servant. Otti orjan muodon päällensä. And was made in the likeness of man. Ja tuli muiden ihmisten vertaiseksi. Notice that it tells us here. Me hoksama tässä mitä sanoo. That he did not think him did not think it robbery to be equal with God. Että hän ei lukenut saaliksi että hän että hän oli Jumalan kaltainen. Because he was God. Sen takia kun hän oli Jumala. The word that was in the beginning with God. Se sana mikä oli alusta Jumalassa. And the word through which all things have been created. Ja se sana mikä kaikki on luotu hänen kautta. And it tells us in the Gospel of John. Ja se sanoo Johanneksen evankeliumissa. That this word became flesh. Että tämä sana tuli tuli ja Lihaksi. and dwelt among us and we have beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the Father who is full of grace and truth and so the eternal God who has created all things through the word He came here upon this earth to visit us not with judgment and condemnation but with grace and mercy even as it is written that the law was given through Moses but, but grace and truth have come through Jesus Christ and so here when the apostle is talking about that he took upon himself the form of a servant and was made in the of men. Ja tuli muiden ihmisten vertaiseksi. We look upon then how he humbled himself. When he left the glory that he had with the Father hän, before the world was. Sen, mikä hänellä oli isän kanssa taivaassa. And came here in our likeness. Ja tuli sitten meidän vertaiseksi. He summed up the reason for which he came in these words. Ja hän antaa nyt syyn siihen, miksi hän on tullut tällä tavalla. He said that he didn't come to be ministered unto. Ja löydetti menossa niin kuin, että hän ei tullut, että häntä sitten se... Uh, But he came to minister and to give his life as a ransom for many. And so that humbling of which Paul writes here was a, hum, was a humbling unto death. And it tells us here that it was the death of the cross. And when we pause in reflection upon this, 
We know that is beyond our comprehension. Tiedämme, että se on yli meidän ajatuksensa. To be able to understand this. Voisimme ymmärtää tämän asian. But God reveals it unto us. Mutta Jumala kirkastaa tämän asian. In the manner to in which he sees it necessary. Sillä tavalla, kun hän näkee tarpeelliseksi. I remember when I was quite a young man. Muistanko, minä olin vielä aika nuori mies. And had just begun in the ministry. I had been on a preaching mission. And after a series of services was over, I was approached by a young man. And he asked me some questions. And I'd like to share some of those questions with you. His opening question was this. Hän avasi tämän kysymyksen tällä tavalla. Do you know that the Lord Jesus Christ died for your sins? Tiedätkö, että Herra Jeesus Kristus on kuollut sinun syntiin tähden? That is a very important question. Se on oikein tärkeä kysymys. And I answered him. Ja mä vastasin. Yes. Yes. I know that Jesus Christ died for my sins. And then the next question that he asked me was this. How deeply, exactly how deeply have you come to understand that Jesus Christ died for your sin? Se on tullut tuntemaan, että Jeesus Kristus on kuollut sinun syntiin tähten. And I thought for a moment. Ja ajattelin ja mietin tämän vähän aikaa. And then I said to him. Ja vastasin sitten. I do not know that God has given us any means by which to measure the knowledge of our sins. Minä en tiedä, että Jumala on antanut meille semmoisen mitan, että me voisimme mitata, kuinka, syvä, kuinka paljon me olemme syntiä tehneet. Mutta mä voisin sen selittää tällä tavalla. In his omniscient wisdom, hänen kaikki valtias ymmärryksestä viisaudessaan, kun hän meitä käsittelee, kaikki, joka ihminen meissä, knowledge to us to the extent to which he sees that it is necessary and when we believe as I have quoted already this afternoon from the writings of the Apostle Paul when speaking about becoming a new creation in Christ where he said all things are of God who has reconciled us unto himself I believe that we can include our spiritual awakening An awakening from the sleep of sin and unbelief. Se herätys epäuskosta ja 
ja synnistä. A knowledge of our sin. Ja se tieto meidän tuntemeni meidän synnistä. And what it has cost our Lord Jesus Christ. Ja mitä se on maksanut meidän Jeesukselle, Kristukselle. And then the revelation of his grace. Ja sitten se kirkastus hänen armosta. And also the joy of our salvation. Ja myös se ilo meidän autuudesta. And so as we are individuals. Ja sitten kun me olemme yksityisiä. Whom God calls into his fellowship grants grace and forgiveness. We want to trust in him that he who is the author and the finisher of our faith will also do that work which he sees is necessary in order to prepare our hearts so that they may become the temples of the Spirit and to give us also the experience of the joy of our salvation. But we must always remember that these are not the uh, measuring sticks for our salvation but only faith in the finished redemptive work of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so our Lord Jesus Christ who was made in the likeness of men who was found in the fashion as a man humbled himself and who became obedient unto death even the death of the cross he also has been highly exalted by God who has given him a name that is above every name so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father and this great blessing that God has given to us when we have been able to humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God let us change that and say when God has been able to humble us under his mighty hand then we have also the promise for which the Lord also prayed in his high priestly prayer that, that we would be able to see his glory the glory that he had with the Father before the world was so that we would not be among those who here in the time of grace have rejected the gospel call but who will in that final day also be called upon to bow before him who is both the Lord of the living and of the dead 
olemat Herra elävän ja elävät ja kuolleen. For we know that the word of God does teach us. Me tiedämme että Jumalan sana meitä opettaa. That there is coming a great white throne judgment. Että tulee sitten se uusi että se when everyone is going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ as we read in the book of Revelation but blessed and holy are they who have part in the first resurrection because on them the second death will have no power and they shall be kings and priests unto God. And so, my brothers and sisters in Christ, let us take comfort and encouragement from the teachings of God's holy word. And as Paul wrote this so lovingly to the Philippian Christians, he writes all also to us Wherefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God which works in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. We know that our greatest concern is that we would be preserved in the faith and that we would be acceptable before the Lord. And here Paul says to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. He wants us to remember the significance, the importance of the spiritual part of our lives. But I do not believe that he is trying to bring us into some kind of bondage. Not the type of bondage that he speaks of. When he says that we haven't received the spirit of of, a bondage again unto fear. But we have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father. And, it is, and I believe it is with that kind of holy fear given us of God that we also desire that we would not frustrate the work of God that he desires to do within our hearts but that we would ask him that he would make us submissive to his will 
that he would make us open to his guidance that he, he would help us to be obedient to his word and to allow the power of the Holy Spirit to do that which is necessary in our lives in order that we might be able even today as we commit ourselves into his gracious hands to be able to look up to him in heaven and to say as the apostle has told us to say Abba Father to believe that he is truly our father and that we are and that we are truly his children and so as we close we remember that it is God who works in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure may he finish that work in that day in which he will call us out of this life and may we hear the words of welcome Come ye blessed of my Father and inherit the kingdom which has been prepared for you before the foundation of the world. Amen. Amen.
Marquez. 